pro. Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. My original idea was just to say that, but without the X-Men. Uh-huh. And just say X-Men. But it's so hard not to say X-Men. <laughs> no, it's not. It's fairly easy. Try it. We've all Try it. X-Men. Try No, the whole thing. X-Men. No, the whole thing. The whole thing. Fuck, you want me to say X-Men? No. <laughs> <laughs> say, try to say, uh, try to say uh, where we're vaguely Mexican and we talk about X-Men without doing the X-Men. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? Welcome to Mexmen, where we're vaguely X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> we're vaguely X-Men. Where we're vaguely Mexican, and we talk about X-Men. See? <laughs> see how hard that was? You can All right. slow down. Fuck! Because <laughs> uh. you had a little bit of an A that you were X-Men. <laughs> see? It's hard. We'll get it in editing. Oh, uh, motherfuck. Who pushed down... Oh, okay, now I'm... No, for a minute, like, I couldn't hear anything in my headphones. No. Fuck. <sighs> Welcome to Mexman. <laughs> well, we're vaguely Mexican, and we talk about... Fuck. <laughs> fuck. See, it's not easy. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you can't just say X-Men. You can't just say X-Men, because you want to say X-Men. Fuck. You know why? Because it's fucking fun. Oh, uh. Whatever, man. Whenever you're ready. And welcome to this issue of X Men, uh, where we're vaguely Mexican and we talk about X Men. <laughs> I'm your host Tony, and I'm here with. Oh, we're starting this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. This is Justin and and Devin. Yeah, and today we're gonna be going over uh, Dead Man Logan number five, Apocalypse in the Extracts number one. Iceman Winter's End, X Force number four. I love how you weren't paying attention earlier. I'm not doing Winter's End. I'm doing what I'm Yeah, you weren't paying attention. Well, I thought you said you weren't. Oh, never mind. And Marvelous X-Men number two and Messiah uh, Complex one through six. Yeah. I had a thing going. and. Yeah, well, because I didn't know Justin Maybe was going to cover Winter's End. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you keep walking away. What? Yeah, how yeah, dare you have to piss. Yeah. Oh. It wasn't even a real piss. I know. That Justin's over excuse. here playing with his nipples, and it's like you don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> As I start playing with my nipples, he runs to the bathroom real just got a little excited. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> so back uh, real quick. You uh, want to start out with, uh, since we already went into it, you want to go into uh, Iceman Winter's End? Oh, yeah. Kind of get that out of the way since there's a short amount to it, really. Yeah, it actually wasn't too, if you read Iceman, it's kind of important because it ends on a cliffhanger. You see old man, Iceman, old man, wizard, uh, like kind of creeping on Iceman from outside his door. <laughs> and so you're like, well, where is this going to go? So then you see Ice Wizard comes back, and he's basically like, you know, you try forever to be a good superhero, but you're trash, and it doesn't work, so you should quit. And Iceman's like, fuck you, bro. I'm going to do me. That's the premise. The also end. probably literally, right? Yeah. It was, that was pretty much it. It was kind of weird, because Iceman is all grim. Old man Iceman, obviously. He's like, you're too, too much of a jokester. Wasn't there a panel where old, old man Iceman was banging uh, Deken? Yeah. Yeah. They were banging. They were banging. So, Deken's gay now? No, Deken's always been gay. Ben gay. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, been gay. <laughs> nice. That fire and ice. Yeah. <laughs> also, he was trying to, like, uh, to switch, uh, what, uh, Human Torch for a while. 
Question. Talking about that fire and ice, yeah. Yeah, nice. He, he I don't, yeah, I don't think he turned him, but like he, he was trying. He was putting mad game on both sides too. I mean, they're real awesome. close in the Ultimate comics. Dekin was in the Ultimate comics. Uh, I thought you were talking about Iceman in. Uh, oh, fire and, and ice. no, 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 I, no. Dekin trying to get that fire. And I ice. mean, he kind of oh. is, but he's named Jimmy Hudson. Yeah. Fuck Jimmy Hudson. Hey, Jimmy Hudson. It's got a weird broken power that doesn't make any sense. What that venom power, or whatever. Oh no! Now and it's uh not venom. It's the poisons. The poisons. Poison. Poison. <laughs> poison. 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 <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of anticlimactic because the dude's saying basically you're gonna spend all your life struggling and nothing's gonna get better. Why don't you just go to one of these other countries? They stay in neutral zones forever. So he was basically saying, or for years to come, decades to come, he was saying it's gonna be a post-apocalyptic trash, you know. And then Iceman just freaks out, says, "Let me live my own life." And old man Iceman's just like, sheesh, okay. Like, literally. He said, yeesh, okay. Yeesh. Like, really? You came back in time, gave this big-ass speech just to say, yeesh, okay. And then he fucking dies. Golly gee. And that was it. I'm exhausted from that speech. He's been alive for hundreds of years. After Iceman basically said, I got it under control, he kind of just disintegrated in space. Anybody else when he said that, they like, got to go back in time. I still have I still have poison stuck in my But it was good. He had a good rep- it was his birthday, actually. Oh yeah. Iceman's birthday. So he's got a big ass birthday party and shit. Sonic Grace actually writes uh Kitty better than everybody else nowadays. Because she was actually likable. Yeah, they don't really do a lot with Kitty anymore. Like they're just kinda like No not She doesn't even really walk through walls much anymore. She just is like Dick. you go there. No, you can't use the name X Men. <laughs> X Men. He's <laughs> gonna say it every time. I can't. Not. It's a problem. Oh god, it's it only actually makes it sound more Italian. I know. This <laughs> is what happens. X Men. <laughs> you mean like yeah? You gotta shave the top of your mustache when you say that. Just the yeah. So he also calls out Jean Grey for outing him as gay, which was cool because he that was kind of glossed over. Like oh whatever. That like, is a thing that happens too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Gene Gray just Teen Gene just outed him like whatever. Teen Gene. <laughs> it's like yeah, I I you bang boys. Because also she's from a time where that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also she she bangs boys. Fun to talk. She does bang right. boys. So yeah. many boys. I know a lot of them. A lot. Of while them. being married. Yeah. Does she though? She's a hoe. She. <laughs> she. She damned Bishop to prison. Granted, I think Bishop's a douchebag. That's true. But she makes out with Wolverine. Still. Especially seeing him in the beginning of Messiah. You're like this asshole. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's pretty much it. It was just kind of closure. It didn't really leave anything open as possible they could take it, but it wasn't too much important or too much important stuff unless you're actually following those Iceman books. Yeah, which I bought it and I was just like, oh, this is an Iceman book. Yeah, so I gotta read all the other stuff before I read it. I'm just I'm just right on the line of like liking X Men and not uh, or liking Iceman and not giving a crap about Iceman. Yeah. So when he's got his own stuff, I'm like. Well, that was Maybe. what was weird is that because I picked up a lot of those Iceman books when I got uh, from Comic City when they were doing the big sale, like I had a box of books for $20 um, and they were good. But then I was skimming through like the new run, which isn't it uh, written, uh, written by the same person? Yeah, same guy. And I did not like it at, as much. And it was like, oh, this seems like not only is it written by someone else, like someone else who didn't read the first thing but it's like worse because like the guy wrote both things yeah, he's got split personalities i thought it was a new a new writer yeah he's got split personalities and one is just not a fan of his other work <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like that was i don't know it was just bizarre so i decided not to get it but now i'm probably gonna have to go back and read it because of owning this book and 
not wanting it to be out of context yeah. when I read it. Uh, <laughs> that, that, is that you like you offhandedly bought one book that's now screwing you into buying like what yep. five more? But that's more than five, right? Cause... Well, the latest Ice Man series was only five. Okay, yeah, probably about five. Oh, did five you read the one plus... before that? Yeah, I read most of the one before that. All right. So I think <laughs> I only got like a, a couple issues to get out of that to finish it. If it fucks you into reading like 20 issues, that sucks. Dude. Like, these are all trash. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what's going on. And then I, I guarantee you would get there and be like, huh. Well, because I'm not. Suck too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, that's the curse of buying comics, man. And I'm not a, like a completist in the terms of like, I need all the issues of all the run. I just need to know what the story was so that makes sense. See, yeah. I need all the issues of all the run. That's I know you you need to own all the things. Yeah, unless it's if X- I can pick up a trade, I'm cool with that. Like, unless I don't need it's X Men Gold, then I just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, X Men Gold that was it's too rough. It <laughs> should have been so much better too. That's the crazy thing about it. It like there were a lot of seeds for a lot of good things, and then it yeah. it just felt like it was half asleep, just stumbling through everything. Not only that, but it came at a time when they were revamping everything in Marvel, and it was getting so much better. Yeah, and just X Men was not good. Gold wasn't good. I I liked blue. Blue wasn't bad, but blue wasn't great either. Blue like, blue wasn't really anything special. Because uh, Bun wanted to write Magneto, man. Yeah. He didn't want to write the X Men. Yeah, and that's fine. Put him on the Magneto book, and then get somebody for. X-Men he made blue. it the Magneto book though. <laughs> but get somebody for X Men Blue who want to write the X Men. And I liked. Um, but Bendis is over at DC doing a terrible job of writing I, Superman. It was like a B minus book. It wasn't the best, but it was far from the worst. I agree. It I liked was... both of those, but they weren't like phenomenal. Gold, like gold was like a C minus. To me, gold, both of those felt better gold had way before. too much going for it to be as bad as it was. I feel like gold was like a, a... really gold was right because I I couldn't finish it. Like I and I read a bunch of bullshit, and I I couldn't finish it. I got like twenty something issues in. I think it's a lot of issues. Yeah. But there was like 15 after that. I was like, fuck it. I liked what they were doing at first where they were like having these little epilogues at the end of the books. But they they set up that one guy. See, epilogues? Epilogues, yeah. Epilogues? Did I say epilogues? Yeah. yeah. He said okay. epi- <laughs> I just I tried to let it go and it was like him. Epi- my lips were kind of dry when I was saying that. Yeah. And like I was trying to like moisten them up with my, my tongue a little bit like after saying it. But yeah. It yeah. just sounds like a, uh, like a tree full of. Like, EpiPins or something like, yeah. <laughs> like this is where they get EpiPins from yeah, these just, logs they just knock down. Epilogues. Yeah, you cut them down and then you split the log open. And there's an EpiPen in there. Or it's an EpiPen for a giant. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine a giant that's like allergic to bees? It gets stung by one bee and it just has, swells up. Has no idea where the fuck it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, okay. My bad. Are you done with the? <laughs> Yeah, Winter's End is good. Right. Like I said, it was just kind of a conclusion. Michaela Spit Girl, if you guys care about Spit Girl. Spit Girl. Wanted to fucking leave the you X-Men. bet your ass I care about Spit Girl. I care even more well, about Swallow. I, <laughs> I was going to say, well, she doesn't swallow. So. I think she was leaving the X-Men. And it was kind of a dick move by Iceman because he's like, she's like, I'm leaving the X-Men. He's like, yeah, you're, but you're not in the X-Men. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> that's what they say to Deadpool every time they talk to him. Yeah, but she meant like the school, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you don't really have to leave." And she's like, "Yeah, but I think I'm leaving the X Men." And on his on the way out, he's like, "Yeah, but you're not in the X Men." It just dips like my <laughs> yeah. ass. I would, I would, I totally get that though. It just felt like a little. It's really like someone like, goes to break up with somebody. Like, yeah, but we were never together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be confusing if some girl was like, "I don't want to be your girlfriend anymore," and you're like, "We were just fucking." <laughs> <laughs> uh, or even worse, you never were. <laughs> like, we wait. 
We just had like first hour together. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like we weren't even in class together. <laughs> and Iceman, when he keeps shouting, he's an Omega level mutant, which sounds weird to me. Because he's not doing shit. Omega yeah. level. <laughs> but yeah, he he, uh, he is an Omega level mutant. <laughs> that's is, like, but like you have to say it every fucking comic. That's like the X Men anime where every time Cyclops shoots his uh, optic blast, he goes Optica Blasto. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like somebody knocked on his door, and he like went running out with a book, like he was gonna beat him with a book. He's like, I'm uh, an Omega level mutant. They love him, by the way. Those cheese, huh? Uh, Japanese people. Apparently, they love Cyclops. Oh, really? So do Mexicans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. From the survey we did. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> um, percent of Mexicans. Yeah. Cyclops in the survey. Stereotype. hundred percent of the Mexicans in this room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the sample poll. We just didn't tell. Yeah. We don't, it's, you know how hard it is for us to go out and find 97 other Mexicans? I mean, we could just ask our family members. I mean, I technically, be between the three of us, there isn't two. Yeah. Yeah. But also, <laughs> you could go home and find, like, eight right now. No. Oh, They're Puerto mostly Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans, yeah. yep. And El Salvadorians. The kids. They're, yeah. they're half Puerto Rican, half El Salvadorian. That's a lot to say. That's a, that's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> South American. <laughs> Would it be no, Central American? Isn't a Dorian a fruit? Oh, uh, Salvadorian. We should move on. I feel like we should move on. Oh, to, I guess. Uh, X Force. Force. Yeah, X Force. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, Ahab steals Deathlock's probability generator right from the jump because the last one ends with him fucking him up, seemingly killing him, but then it's like, ah, he's not dead. Uh, just fucked up. And anyway, he continues to like start killing all those captured mutants. And then the uh, transient general, the guy who looks like uh, what's his face from Shield? Yeah, the uh, the dude yeah. from Heroes. Yeah, uh, that guy. He puts on like a secret mech suit that he had, like just stashed away. I thought you said a secret mech suit. Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> oh, mech suit? No, no, mech, like mech. Um, my brain just went crazy imagining like a Gundam with a sombrero. Oh, shit. Mexa suit. <laughs> it's my mexo skeleton. By the way, I want to draw that now. <laughs> Do it. Uh, that oh. Dude, like he throws a sombrero and it's got blades in it and it whips back at so him. So he cunlows it? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Uh, anyway. That, so, we're making this character. <laughs> anyway, at that same time, like Domino and Kid Cable uh, find Deathlock and realize he's alive. Uh, and you should, then. You should just call him Nicktoons. <laughs> Nicktoons? <laughs> yeah. You know, fuck you. I made that joke. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I, I made that joke back. Uh, the first run of Mexmen that got lost, and you were like, were shitting on me well, for prove it. it. <laughs> oh, fuck you. He called Cartoon Network or the Disney Channel. Fuck. Sure didn't have it. <laughs> oh, whatever. Just convenient that you happened to lose all those episodes. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> my dad's an idiot is what yeah. it is. It was it, actually really inconvenient. It was really inconvenient. <laughs> anyway, uh, Domino... <laughs> I just remembered that I realized why her name was Domino last... Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Domino. It's she... <laughs> yeah, she. <laughs> so dumb. She. she... <laughs> That's why her face is white with a black mark. She's a Domino. <laughs> she she pins uh, Kid Cable to the wall and is all like, "Why are you really here? You haven't told us the full truth and all that shit." Um, meanwhile, uh, Boom Boom and Cannonball are trying to get all the mutant refugee people that they just let out uh, into this flying van. The, they that sound boom boom like, shown in, up they, in? 
they sound like a result of the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just cannon goals go boom, boom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's a great team. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, none of the transient uh, mutants want to get inside of the, their van, which also is like, hey, you guys, get in our van. <laughs> get in the van! <laughs> which is a good thing they didn't because I don't know where it blows up because uh, the general in the mech suit just, like, blew it up. All that candy, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, shit, where am I on this? Um, okay, yeah. So Domino keeps pressing cable, and he's like, I'm here because of Rachel, because they have Ahab, and so Ahab had turned Rachel, and I heard that they took all the hounds from him. So they're, he's trying to find Rachel. Because at the end of extermination, she's converted back into a hound and then leaves with him. Um, which I think is kind of cool, actually, because it's the first time you see Cable treat Rachel as, like, oh, it's his sister. Like, you never hear about the children of Cyclops actually acting like siblings. Yeah. So... Well, because it's so weird. Like, even the dynamic of, like, Cyclops being Cable's father is still, like, kind yeah. of weird. It's not really Because he's, like, over twice his age, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, and they, he didn't raise him either. Well, he did and didn't. Did they, for a little bit. They go out then, into the future and they raise them for as long as they can. Yeah, the future raised them. Yeah, but I'm saying Gene and Scott go out into the future and raise him as long as they yeah. can. But with like, uh, that's why this younger version comes back because he remembers my, that. That wasn't far. That wasn't a long time ago for him. Am I thinking of Hope? I'm thinking of Hope. What about her? Hope was raised by Cable in the future. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But she was actually raised by him like all those years. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I was thinking, like, oh, they're not siblings. They're more of, like, father and daughter. But I was thinking of Hope. Oh, because you, you were thinking Rachel and Hope. Yeah. Okay, that's I, I always confuse Rachel and Hope. Yeah. Rachel. <laughs> I've been watching to say that. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so while he tells uh, Domino about Rachel supposedly being there and, like, looking for confirmation, um, Shatterstar and Warpath are actually fighting Ahab. And then Shatterstar gets fucked up because uh, Ahab... Took all of Deathlock's uh, like uh, enhancements, so those energy claws he has, he had, like just rips through them with those. Uh, and then Ahab and the General start fighting because the General has that mech suit, so you know they're going at it. Uh, and sh- let's see, oh the refugee uh, mutants—they start taking on all the transient soldiers because one of them like. Like, they're still trying to escape, and one of them stopped Cable and like, hey, we got powers. We can take on these guys. And they start fighting them. So it's just a battle between everybody. But then that's kind of been all four issues now. It's just one big fight with these soldiers. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Uh, and there's even a point where, like, one of the soldiers tells the general, like, hey, there's only, like, a few dozen of us left. And he's like, I don't care. You fucking all of you go out then. Uh, yeah. Uh Cable ends up questioning Ahab about Rachel, but then Ahab is like, ah, probability generator, remember? You're not going to get this answer. And he gets blown up by the general in the mech suit. So, <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. Every time you're talking about that character, I picture the insurance general. In like <laughs> yeah. A uh, giant, <laughs> like the, the one from Alien, like the exoskeleton. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing every time you say the general in the mech suit. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> <laughs> he like busts the roof. Like, you know what? That's pretty close. Try with the general, save some time, <laughs> and then just starts shooting everyone with missiles. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, anyway, uh, Deathlock takes back his probability generator, <laughs> and Cable learns that Rachel was there but was sent through that portal I keep that they showed Deathlock's earlier. Thing. Yeah. Uh, and because he starts asking the prisoners if they saw Rachel, which, like, by the way, why didn't you do that in the first place? Because she would have been a prisoner there, too. Um, but, yeah, they're like, hey, yeah, you know that weird ominous portal from earlier a couple issues back? Like, they, they put her through that. And then out of nowhere, like, they're, they're like, ah, well, the fuck? She's lost to the future. We got to get out of here. And then Warpath gets stabbed through the chest with this weird, like, purple shaft thing. <laughs> and they turn around and I'm... Strife and a group of his mutant uh, lackeys are walking through the portal. And one of them has, like, purple shafts in his hands. So, yeah, I know what you think that I'm thinking. Yeah. So I have to tell you what I'm actually thinking. Oh, yeah. I'm, because you're thinking penis, right? Uh, yeah, I, I would think your your brain would go penis. No, I'm thinking uh, they're stabbing them with a purple <laughs> Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Michael Sarah. No. When I saw where you were actually going there. <laughs> like a purple Michael Sarah, they just stab him with it. <laughs> just... The, it, Samuel Jackson just goes through him like a, a alien chestburst. <laughs> he, he just screams at, at in their face while he's through them. I'm a bad motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> and then gets pulled back out. Yes, anyway, that's one. X-Force. Like a fucking... Uh, uh, oh, fuck. Diglett. Diglett. <laughs> <laughs> like he pops through like a diglet. <laughs> Shit, I can't believe you just combined Diglett with fucking Alien. To be fair, that was an Alien Diglett Shaft joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that worked. Okay. We can say it worked. It worked. Okay. I think it worked. It landed. <laughs> All right, so... it landed like the fucking X-Jet is what it did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it always gets there. <laughs> it always gets there. Just get back home. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too excited with the X-Force because it seems like not much is really happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after I read the first issue, I was only really excited to see what happened with Boom Boom. Uh, so I, that's I just let you guys take care of that. But I isn't Bryson writing uh, Uncanny? Uh, he was. Rosenberg's writing Uncanny now. Oh, okay. that's why. Uh, nothing against uh, uh, Brisson because his Dead Man Logan's awesome. Uh, but I was just saying, like, maybe he's like spread thin right now. But. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that could have been because he probably was coming through with that when they were all collaborating on uh, mm-hmm. uh, X-Men. Because it was uh, Brisson with Thompson and Rosenberg yeah, uh, doing X-Men. And then he was also doing Dead Man Logan, so maybe he got spread a little thin. Uh, I do think he's a good writer, though, because his, his stuff with Dead Man Logan has been fantastic. I just think that... Uh, that could just be where his focus is. So. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it just Uncanny X-Men has been great under just Rosenberg. You, you see what it makes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what are you moving on to next? X-Tracks? Yeah, we can do X-Tracks next. So actually, you said you didn't read X-Tracks? No. We? I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I liked it. So we, it follows... Right, uh, so moving on. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a review. Five out of five. It you know, follows... Uh, Six thumbs up. up. Well, two out of three. <laughs> yeah. But it, the two read it. It's 100%. Our sample pool. <laughs> Two out of three Mexicans recommend. <laughs> well, they've read it. One out of if we're going yeah. Mexicans. One out of one and a half Mexicans here agree. So yeah, it follows Apocalypse, who's basically because it's all like time inverted or inverted in the Age of X Men universe. So Apocalypse is the good guy. He wants love on his team. You got Eyeboy yeah, wants a little too much love. Oh yeah, Eyeboy is just, fucking hilarious. I, I love that he's always the bad guy, even if it just means getting his dick wet. Yeah. <laughs> See, on his team, you got uh, Kitty Pride, Dazzler, Eyeboy, uh, 
what is it, Genesis, uh-huh. and then Unveil. Unveil's I, a new character, I think. Do you know who Unveil is? I think is? Unveil's a new character. iBoy sounds like uh, an Apple product that's uh, meant solely for breakdancing. <laughs> oh, shit. iBoy sounds like some oh. future I don't want to think about, to be honest. Like Apple's products 20 years from now, and I don't yeah. want to know what it does. I'm not <laughs> like lying. There's, there's these little like iBoy robots that like breakdance after you and kill you if you don't follow in line. I took that way differently. Oh. Like, I'm in bed, I better... Uh, Hook up my eye boy. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts with... <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Kevin Spacey's future. You want to get that oh boy. <laughs> buy our eye boy. That's their heads. That was nice. You actually, I didn't notice that. Uh, so the comic starts off with two aliens doing some like... Not aliens, mutants. They look like fucking aliens. Yeah. Because one's got a horse head. She's yeah. pretty much wearing the horse mask. Yeah, she's like Bojack. And then... Until I'm proven otherwise, it's a fucking horse mask. So <laughs> I hope she just takes it off. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm a mutant too. I can see the rubber. This is not legit. I, I like that part Part too. He's like, she's like, well, you're a mutation. Like, you're immune to radiation. And he's like, yeah, what was yours again? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like oh, as yeah. if he doesn't notice the big ass horse head. <laughs> he looks at her. He's like, oh, yeah. You got a horse head. <laughs> That's a shit. Out of all the things you could get from a horse. The head is the worst. <laughs> yeah. Right. She's got like right? a human body and just a horse head. I mean, that you could sucks. have at least gotten the dick, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, even if it's like the chick. Because there's a demographic for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, in that very, le- like, the legs are something. Yeah. Like, you something that faster? would be beneficial. <laughs> a horse kicking everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, she's wearing like a really tight shirt with a small head, like, opening. So, I don't know how she fit that big ass horse head <laughs> in that. She sewed the shirt around. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, they're like she is wearing a tight shirt. Around. They're doing some research, and I, they end up dropping dead from like radiation or some shit. I thought he was immune to radiation. Yeah, they, that's how strong the radiation is, Tony. Yeah, and she's immune close. to getting horse heads. Yeah, for him being immune to radiation, he seemed to have died at the same time she did. So apparently, horse powers. Yeah, because they notice all these birds are falling dead out of the sky, and then it pans out in the next page, and it's ominous, an omega uh, symbol out of all these dead bodies. Yeah, it's, and it's all around like some sort of fucking maybe, garage. Maybe he got hit a by a falling bird. That's possible. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I didn't even notice it was an Omega symbol until you just pointed that out. Oh, that's why I was like, hey, that's cool. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. then when I looked, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I had just got that because at the end, well, we'll get there. We'll all right, we'll so fucking Dazzler's over here being a beatnik and shit. Singing. <laughs> so, of course, Dazzler's singing. You could, you could say that in any context about Dazzler. And it works. Which is funny because I was just calling Aaron a beatnik earlier. She's wearing uh, glasses that, like, get all dark when they're in sunlight. So That just sounds convenient. So you're just saying they double as sunglasses? Yeah, but, I mean, because they were dark on the insi- inside. Oh, Here, okay. she looked like a beatnik wearing sunglasses inside. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Is it, is it because of the... The, 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 the beanie. Be- 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 yeah. The beanie. Be- be- yeah. Which all these guys are wearing, I'd like to point out. In this and then club. just even how her hair is, too, on, with it all. She's combined. wearing a beret. Right, well, they're all wearing yeah. berets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're Same either hippies or the Black Panthers. Yeah. There's no way to tell. They're all except snapping. Except that they're white. They they are all snapping. I wanted to go in there and punch all of them. It's like, are they snapping or are they snacking? <laughs> what? Because the onomatopoeia the is snacks. <laughs> oh, snack, right, snack, right, snack, right, snack, right. Like right. it did for Wolverine, the <laughs> snack. <laughs> they're like demanding snacks. Like, fuck this performance. Where are the snacks? Yeah. So are. she gets a call. She's got to go. Uh, they're all called by Apocalypse, who they call Mershid, which means like guide or teacher. Yeah, I googled that shit. <laughs> okay, I was wondering like, okay, I was I just, wondering why they were. I just it. assumed it was like in the notes where they're like, "That's what that means." Nope. No, yeah, they just keep calling him Mershid for some reason, and uh, it they looks gave like you homework is what they do. Emma yeah. Frost, it looks like was in here. Did you notice that? 
Is this Emma? The statue? That's Hope. No. Everyone look at this. Was that bottom your elbow panel. popping? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Almost. No, I thought that was, uh, uh, what's her face? Let me see. Shadowcat. But she's like high. Oh, yeah, it could be Shadowcat. But she looked kind of bluish. Yeah, so I think that was just the tone. The shadow. Or the shadow of the cat. Oh. I know this is great for audio, an audio medium. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's so awesome. You, you should definitely do it. Yeah, I guess it was Kitty, because then it goes to Kitty right here, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, they look the same. No, it's Eye Boy. Oh, yeah, because you can see little slits. Little slits. Eye Boy. That's right. Eye Boy. <laughs> is that Eye Boy? So, yeah, he looks, I don't know. So it's like a kinda sandwich at Popeye's. Eye <laughs> Boy's all dressed like a fucking agent throughout here with his glasses on, like he's all cool. And then he yeah. pops on a fucking... Which also is stupid, because, like... He's got all these other eyes. He's put sunglasses on his main two eyes, yeah. but all the other eyes are unprotected. That's true. Keep clothes all the time. So, yeah, he's pretty funny, though, to me, because he's wearing that suit. He looks like a special agent. Then he hops on that uh, Vespa. I would love to see him and Cyclops do the fusion dance. Oh, shit. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Suddenly, all the eyes are shooting optic blasts, and he can't yeah. cover any of them. But Everyone it, dies. They do it wrong, and he just has two eyes and can see normal. Like, does it have optic blasts? <laughs> yeah, they're gone. Just fixed, cured Cyclops, that's it. Yeah, it's just the dude now. Like, oh, fuck. Drew the short straw. So it seems like they're all remembering, and that was a common theme in Marvelous too. They're all starting to remember yeah. shit. So Kitty Pryde's remembering, like, a menorah triggered her memory, so she's remembering shit. And they end up, Mershid calls them, or Apocalypse calls them, and it's like, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to send out this psychic message to everybody, we're going to do a peace rally. And it's really a diversion, because the X-Men are going to go there and try to break it up, and then they're going to go get Omega Red who is apparently going to be on their side because he's a communist. So uh, They kind of beefed him up. I don't know why they're acting like Omega Red's a big deal because I think he's trash. Is um, Omega Red's not the nipples, right? No, yeah, there was like some weird gargoyle. Like It looks like it's a dude in a dress or in a corset, which is cool, but I'm like, can you cover the nipples, bro? Yeah, just show like, some I, modesty. Yeah, like what do you think? You can just show your nipples all over the place? Yeah. What is this? Yeah, he's not breastfeeding or anything. Like you got to pick one. You're going to either be like all about the – like don't pretend to cover it up. Yeah. You're clearly showing your nipples. What are you doing? Going out there slutting it up. Yeah. I was just offended. I had to cover my child's eyes. <laughs> I did like, like, instead of closing the comic book. You're like, <laughs> 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 like, not even looking, you just set the book down and get up and cover it. He's eyes. in the other room and I went yeah. and covered his eyes. <laughs> like, you're, I just, where I, this blindfold? <laughs> I took it as like, you're reading the book and you call him over just to cover his eyes. <laughs> it's like the beginning of Bird Box. Yeah. I called him over. Put it over your eyes. Covered his eyes, then I pointed the book in his direction. <laughs> yeah, you're like, can you believe this shit? <laughs> like swearing at him. <laughs> Look at this bullshit. <laughs> I can't believe this garbage. His nipples are out. Yeah. Don't right, look. <laughs> But yeah, that was, pr- that was pretty much now. the end. You see Omega Red, who was in that bunker, and that's how I ended up tying it. I was like, oh shit, is that him in the bunker? And then, yeah, all the, everything's falling down in a weird-ass, uh, the Omega symbol. Yeah. And that's where it ends. So Omega Red is apparently going to be a big-ass threat. I don't see how, but well, he is. Well, okay, because his ideas being communist are directly in opposition to X-Man's. Because that concept is like, X-Man is like, oh, we're best when we're alone and isolated and only about ourselves. And Omega Red's like, oh, no, I kill you and make you yeah. part of my collective. I need help with yeah. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get how he's the perfect one to be on their team, but I don't see how he's going to, like, turn the tides. I don't see how he is a, in opposition. He was one of his uh, horsemen of salvation. Oh, yeah. So he completely was just like, hey, in this new world, fuck you, Omega Red. Well, what is, thinking of that now, what are Storm and Angel and... Uh, yeah, he doesn't have Nito it anymore. Doing. Like he's completely restructured everything. No, so. but what are they doing in 
Because I'm trying to remember. Magneto's with the Marvelous X-Men. So mm-hmm. Storm. And, and so is Storm. So maybe they're trying to pull something that at one point it's going to be like uh, all of his horsemen that are the ones who end up defeating him. No, because he doesn't have horsemen anymore. He's actually like this back shadow figure that isn't actually running shit, well, but he's I, really running everything. I know that, but I'm saying like in a twist of irony, the four people that he got to... Uh, try to end the X-Men are the ones who end up stopping him. Maybe. It could be because... But Magneto, like... I don't see Magneto working with Storm because he, like, had an... It uh, it goes into Marvelous, but he was, like, for a split second, wanted to murder Storm. You want to cut right... I'm good with this, so you want to cut right into Marvelous? Well, okay, well, a couple things weird. Unveil's a weird character who turns into this, like, haze thing. Like, you're on the page. Where she's like, like uh, Apocalypse has this like ritual where he's like, let's make the true X, and everyone touches like Haze, and then she like gets them all high. So that was really weird. Does anybody have bongos in that issue? Because I will be extremely shocked if there's not somebody playing bongos. Yeah, no bongos. No bongos. No bongos. No bongos. Are you sure? No bongos. Oh, you know yeah. what? I have to throw this back in there because we said beatniks. Yeah. In the Iceman comic, they go to fucking Java Agogo, which I don't know if you read. The old shit, but in the 60s, the X-Men used to go to Coffee-A-Go-Go. Java-A-Go-Go sounds like they have strippers and sell coffee. So it's the same fucking place, and they're talking about, like, oh, yeah, we used to go here when we were kids and take our girlfriends out here. And they bring back Bernard the Poet, whoever, who the X-Men hated. Like, they were always making fun of him. All the ladies loved Bernard, and they were like, what the fuck is this shit? So I thought that was a great callback to some old stuff. Yeah, you're Wait. the only one of us who would know that. Iceman, you're reading old stuff. <laughs> Iceman said that they used to bring their girlfriends there. No, Angel did. Was oh, talking to Kitty. Right. Um, but Iceman brought his girlfriend there yeah. too. And I guess to uh, yeah. just real quick elaborate to what we were talking about earlier, um, when they get that menorah, because uh, what it was is that Nate Gray had made a statue of hope out of what used to be a synagogue, right? Is what they said. Yeah. Uh, and so there's just like a random menorah in the statue that she phases through to get. She said it was like 700 tons of cement that she had to phase through. Uh, and she gets out and then Ivoy just kisses her and she's like, whoa. And he's like, Hey, I thought that was the whole point of all this is, you know, like banging and whatnot. And she's like, yeah, that's what I want. But like, not with you, like with like, you know. Somebody special, like literally anybody else. <laughs> yeah, well, she, which I'm glad they did, because yeah. the artist made it hard because he doesn't look young, and she's like, "You're a kid." Yeah, it's like he looks older than you. Which is also picture. like she was a kid when she was like trying to like she was probably way bait old. Colossus. That was probably way which also gets age. into marvelous a little bit, which yeah. is funny. That was probably a much bigger age difference too, Kitty and Colossus. Yeah, as opposed how to how old is she? She was 13 and he was 18. Yeah, that's so it was five years, huh? Like, how old is she supposed to be now? Mid 20s. Cause I, I guess it's a big I age. thought because I know Spider Man's a little bit older than her. Technically, Spider Man was supposed to be like in his early thirties, but they just retcon that, and now he's in his like mid to late twenties. Yeah, well, they're always gonna do that, but they just did that with uh, Cyclops, didn't they? They they made him in his late twenties. Did they? Yeah. Well, because they were like, hey, this was only a few years ago when he saved that guy's life wearing his original suit. Oh yeah. 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 So I think they just kind of. If they do that, pushed everybody back a little bit. Yeah, because I would have guessed that Cyclops was forties. Late, yeah, late thirties at the mid forties to mid forties. There's a there's a reference in on Bendis's Uncanny where like, hey, you look. Why do you look fucking forty? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like uh, I don't know. I'm questioning how old everybody is now because Spider Man for sure 
was like early 30s. Yeah. And then now he's like 26. Yeah. They, they've just pushed everyone back subtly and not like made a big deal out of it. Yeah. So I think Kitty would actually be in her early 20s. Yeah. Because she's, she's probably like 23. If, yeah. But she should be more like almost 30 though. Yeah. But if, if everyone's shifting backwards and if you look at Cyclops as like one of the oldest X-Men, then she's shifted back quite a bit and is barely not a teenager anymore. If she's if she was in her thirties, Cyclops would be old as shit. Yeah, he'd be in his forties. He'd be like mid forties. So Yeah, now I, he's like late twenties. Yeah. So I think um th- this actually is uh not that big a deal. iBoy is probably like sixteen, seventeen, and she's probably like twenty two. Yeah, I mean he's been around for he's been a student yeah. for years now. How old is Iron Man though? Technically he's a few months old. Because he's got a whole new body <laughs> that yeah. he grew himself. Nice. So, but like, because I feel like he should be like almost in his fifties, and he's yeah. probably like thirty-two. Well, if he's still uh, from Vietnam, he should be much yeah. older. Yeah. Well, Frank Castle still from Vietnam. Yeah. Frank Castle is old as shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just read. I, I'm, I think you guys read it too. There was a girl who explained that she was the she had the power. She was the one doing it, make, keeping the heroes young. Oh, d- uh, for what oh was that the in? one girl from uh, the worst X Men. It might have been that. Yeah. Somebody which we got to cover that at some point. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do have to cover that at some point. Um, but anyway, uh, so marvelous X Men. Then I feel like those are very tied. Marvelous and Extracts. Yeah, well, because Extracts takes place right before Marvelous. the The event that they're talking about happening on Saturday is what happens in Marvelous, except that they set up that. Uh, Kid Apocalypse Genesis isn't supposed to be there, but then he is there, and marvelous. And extracts, you're saying? Yeah, remember? Because extra. All right, so he's supposed to be a writer. Genesis wanted to be a writer uh, for Apocalypse, like be like a warrior type guy, and Apocalypse is like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like right at the end, he gets all excited and tells him they're going to go out and get Omega Red. Yeah. Um, but then he was at the. But rally. then he's at the rally that they're set up for in Marvelous. Um, so anyway, yeah, that takes us to Marvelous. At the end of the the first one, there's this big psychic push uh, that's advertising this rally that Apocalypse is going to hold, and uh, all about you know love and whatnot. And the X Men get there to find a, a group of them, you know, all around uh, Apocalypse, and Apocalypse is like, "Hey, we're supposed to love each other and whatnot," and he kisses his son on the head, and the, a lot of them are like all disgusted, like, "Oh, how dare he!" Like show affection to some like a kiss and you know because that's how fucked up yeah. they all are like they were with uh the sisters like talking close to each other yeah like oh and, look at uh, them being uh related yeah, yeah. <laughs> being comfortable with each other <laughs> yeah yeah they were really literally like did he just so i thought that part just to emphasize the actual quote because it was hilarious because he literally says like how can you separate was once a part of you like he's being all like lovey and the x-men are like he sounds insane we have to stop him yeah <laughs> just apocalypse. He came out of my vagina. <laughs> They're all just like gross. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, that's just weird because he's there and he's obviously an integral part of that rally to show this point. Um, he also isn't nearly an a- as much of an asshole in this as he is in the extracts. Genesis. Oh yeah, he was an ass. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just a little dick. But uh, yeah. So. Um, there, X-23, Laura, she ends up with a weird flashback with Wolverine of when she was, you know, being trained by Wolverine in X-Force, and she ends up 
attacking and stabbing one of the rally goers, which starts this big fight between the X-Men and the rally people uh, that gets calmed down by Apocalypse and by Jean. And everyone kind of just goes their separate ways. Like, there's no real, like, arresting of the people of the rally or anything like that, uh, which actually shows a big difference between Department X and the X-Men, where Department X is kind of like their X-Force. Like, all the stuff they're doing, clandestine, putting people in that prison and stuff, that X-Men don't get to know about that. Yeah, they did. They wanted to keep that secret, which was mentioned. Yeah. So, like, there's a point where Jean Grey is talking to, like, Betsy and Moneta, right? Yeah. And they're, Moneta's saying what they're going to do, and Betsy's like, hey, f- sh- shut up. Yeah, <laughs> like, they don't... You're like, shut your fucking face, man. Like, they don't get to know this. Um, and then Betsy's all like, yeah, what are you going to do, you know? <laughs> what are you going to do, brother? <laughs> I'll tell you what, mean Jean. <laughs> Yeah, it did kind of seem – it seemed like they didn't know what to do because they're not used to having the violence. Cause yeah. Because like Laura pulls her claws out, Magneto's like, those are a rare sight these days. Yeah, and then even during the fight too, like uh, Magneto and Storm – I'm just picturing somebody has a gun and you're like, one of those? Whoa. <laughs> uh Yeah, uh, Magneto's trying to calm stuff down, I think. Or, or Magneto's like trying to stop the crowd and Storm's trying to calm him down. And he was to kill people, I feel like. And they touch – well, no, he wasn't quite going to, but, right. like, there was, like, flashback of when he was fighting, uh, like, and he immediately, like, wanted to kill Storm, like, when him and Storm had fought before. And then, like, he flashes out of it. And then, even at one point, like, Colossus sees uh, uh, Shadowcat, and he's, he, he's, like, the most hardcore about, like, how disgusting all this love stuff is. And then, like... They're all back home later, and he's, like, in his room, and he's, like, panning her, and he's, like, oh, why do I want a bone? <laughs> this is yeah, so disgusting. So he's just so mad that he's, like, so obsessed with her. And he's, like, painting, he's, like, Lockheed. He's just drawing dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, obsessed with Shadowcat. Um, and he's, like, all mad that he's obsessed with Shadowcat. Meanwhile, uh, Magneto is, like, in his house. And he suddenly sees this portal with Wanda, and he's like seeing all these memories of fighting Wanda and Pietro, and Storm's like just creeping outside of his window, just looking at him, <laughs> like, and he's just like, ah, oh, I almost like I, I wanted to kill her. I'm trying to make sense of all this. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get no privacy. She, she saw that he blew up a wall, so she was like. Oh shit! This isn't good. Yeah, basically. But see, I think he was gonna do yeah, some stuff. Yeah, but it's up well in his house, crowd. so it's whatever. Yeah, why is she creeping? In the I, I don't place? think he was going to. I think he had the urge to. Well, I was he like everything up. It was like enough. And Storm was like, "No, Magneto is not worth losing what we built, like what we worked so hard to build." So obviously, he was about to do something that wasn't gonna be cool. Yeah, I was debating over in my head. Somebody's watching me, or hello by Ra- Lionel Richie. <laughs> I wasn't sure which one was more appropriate. But yeah, and then the next, it shows that uh, he, well, the cover of the next issue, as if that really shows anything, but it shows him arguing with Storm. Because I was thinking, it, I don't necessarily think they're going to fight him yeah. and Storm. Well, there's yeah, always maybe. that shit that they put in the, like, uh, they just came out with um, a, a book the other day uh, for Black Order, and I just, like, picked it up and flipped through it, because I was like, oh, sweet, Nova's in this book, and he's on the last page of that book, and he's, like, big <laughs> front on cover. On the, I was like, this is bullshit, I'm not, because I was going to read all the issues up to that, and I'm like, fuck that, he's just, fuck the Black Order. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's pr- pretty much it for Marvelous X-Men. They just sort of confronted um, 
apocalypse at that rally only to go away sort of like shell shook of their past lives and then you you know you find out that that there is that split between department x and the x-men that they're two very different organizations well and also like department x has all those different just they're very different within themselves too right no department x is pretty uh they're all on board with the fucked up shit they do with the mind wiping Uh, in the prison but don't they have like all the different departments that they make sure are segregated no, no, no. That's the school. That's next gen. All right. And that's then, that's yeah. they. Um, oh no, no, no. All right. Yeah. You One know of the that, classes can graduate to like. Yeah. Department. That's what it is. They can go into Department yeah. X Not or Glob the X Men. No, Glob Herman is like one of the fucking farmers. <laughs> they um, yeah. it's I, basically d- Divergent is uh, yeah. next gen. So then uh, I guess that moves us on to Dead Man Logan number five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which you know is good. <laughs> oh yeah all right um all right well you heard that get dead man logan so moving on it's good um <laughs> so uh in the last issue like mysterio had just asked uh logan for help uh with dealing with the uh neo hydra uh which they do say like nail heel neo hydra and stuff and they say hail neo hydra you're saying yeah oh, it's dumb. that makes that makes me think of like a neo but with multiple heads going Whoa, all at the same time? <laughs> Hell, Hydra. You like, or you cut off uh, Neo's head and just two, <laughs> two grow more back. grow. <laughs> but they all come back saying, Whoa. So, um, Mysterio had overheard uh, all the villains, like Crossbones and um, Miss Sinister. And then I always forget uh, Red Skull's daughter's name Sin. Sin. Yeah. Uh, talking to them, uh, like he heard them over talking about how once they're done, they're going to kill him. So he went and uh, got help from Old Man Logan. So uh, the book starts with them flying to the base where Miss um, Sinister and Sin and Crossbones are, and uh, Mysterio goes in there like early, and he's like, "Oh, like, cause like the jet crashes, fucking of course." And they even say in that they're like, <laughs> uh, "Glob Herman's like, uh, Miss Kitty's gonna kill us. It's the third jet we crashed this month." <laughs> and um, wait, so Glob's in this too? Yeah. He's fantastic, and this is uh, the book where he uh, got caught jerking off. Oh yeah, is he? Is this supposed to be like at a different time? Oh yeah, you explained this. Like I think this is supposed to be. If I had to guess, I would say this is after, um, all the uh, marvelous X Men stuff. If I had to guess, that's where and it plays. I, I think it takes place before when you think about it. Because well, isn't Deb, uh, Old Man Logan in all that, or is he gone? He's not in marvelous. And um, on I top of that, I thought he was in one of the books. Could be. He hasn't like been in an X book, I think, in a minute. If yeah. Shadowcat's being referenced as the president of X Men and the owner of it, and all, like, I feel like that takes place before all this, because then it means there's no reference to Cyclops. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and they do say they think Cyclops and Professor X are dead. Yeah. So yeah, it probably happens right before it, but it's outside the timeline of it. So um. They go there, Mysterio, like, once a jet crashes, Mysterio goes in, and uh, he's like, oh, thank God you guys are here, like, I need help, and uh, he's trying to control all the villains to kind of do what he wants, and uh, Crossbones, like, gets in his face, and he's like, I'll fucking kill you if you, uh, if you're not listening to us, and uh, Crossbones walks out into the hallway while, like, all the X-Men are tearing up all the Neo-Hydra agents, so Crossbones and Sin walk into the hallway, and then uh, the next panel, you see um, uh, you see old man Logan walking with uh, Jubilee, and uh, somebody like the Neo Hydra agents pop up to shoot him, 
and old man Logan jumps in front of uh, Jubilee, like takes all the hits, and it shows him kind of bleeding out and then die. And then it turns out Mysterio um, made all the Neo Hydra agents think that Crossbones and uh, Sin were uh, old man Logan and um, fucking yeah. Jubilee. Yeah, Jubilee. Keep forgetting her name. Almost said Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he like gets rid of him that, and then he starts trying to control Miss Sinister because she's like, if you try any of that shit on me, I'll kill you. And he's like, you're going to use your powers the way that I tell you to and not uh, any other time. She's like, you can't control me like that, motherfucker. You can't use hypnosis on me. So uh, then they get into, like, a huge fight. Miss Sinister and Sin escape. And um, then uh, Old Man Logan grabs uh, Mysterio, puts his claws right through his helmet. And they're like, all right, we're, uh, they're like, you ready to, like, uh, be done with this, Logan? And he's like, no, like. I got to heal up, but I got some more people I got to visit before I go. So they leave, and then it shows Mysterio's body fade, and it turns into one of the uh, Neo Hydra agents with yeah. three wounds in his head. So that was uh, Dead Man Logan number five, pretty much. Nice. So why is Wolverine working with Miss Sinister? He wasn't. He's not working with Miss Sinister? No. Uh, Miss Sinister is trying to form a team uh, to kill all the X-Men because she got the idea from his brain. Uh, when he was looking for Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Old Man Logan's trying to kill off all the people that are responsible for uh, how fucked up his timeline was. But didn't Wolverine end up working with Mysterio? Uh, Mysterio asked him for help, and then uh, kind of switched right back. So that's why they stabbed him in the face, but he um, he escaped with Miss Sinister. Okay. And then, no, 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 oh, I fucked up, but Sin doesn't escape. They arrest her, and then Crossbones bleeds out. So Crossbones is dead? Yep. Good. Fuck that Which, guy. I'm pretty sure they're going to ignore this for anything future with Crossbones. They're just going to be like, he's fine now. Probably. Did they show him in a grave? No. They just showed him, but they showed him shot to shit and laying on the floor. But I, I'm pretty sure they're going to do the same thing with the Mandarin, and they're just going to be like, oh, he's alive because the Mandarin got killed in the Punisher recently, but... Yeah. It, was, it missed all the vital organs. <laughs> yeah. He shot him with a magic bullet. <laughs> so, yep. That was uh, Dead Man Logan 5. Now we're moving on to uh, Messiah Complex, I believe, unless there's anything yeah. else that we got. No, no, I think that was it for all the current X-23 came out, but uh, as I was saying beforehand, I don't think you were here. We'll just go over it next week. That's a light week next week. Yeah. All right, that's cool. Um, yeah, so Messiah Complex is an awesome story. Yeah, it is. It is. It's one of my favorites. But uh, All right, so I think we're done here. <laughs> Jesus. All right, we, we got to retire that joke. <laughs> that's what we need to do. <laughs> uh, holy fuck, is that Storm on your shirt? Yeah. That's cool. I just noticed that. It completely derailed me. <laughs> that's, that's clearly juggernaut. Clearly. I don't know how you're getting stormed for that. Um, We're going to have to post a picture of your shirt. <laughs> Captain Sparkle Fingers. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> Messiah Complex um, is about the first mutant born after M-Day. But uh, a few things happen between... Uh, House of M, which we just covered, and now that I feel like maybe we should just bring up, like, uh, there was an entire endangered species arc that was kind of yeah. all about Beast. That we'll probably cover later at some point, but... Yeah, not... uh, I mean, if we decide to go back on it. But yeah. really, what that was, was Beast was just racking his brain at trying to figure out how to bring the X-Gene back, and he eventually gets confronted by the Watcher, who's like, hey man, let me show you something. And he shows him failing in every dimension of trying to do this <laughs> he just, I, the watcher just is is us 
<laughs> if you could interact with Beast once, you'd just be like, this is how much you fuck up. <laughs> but it was more of like a, hey man, chill out, because you you just can't, you can't get this done. Um, so that was the big takeaway from Endangered Species. And then, at the same time, uh, Deadly Genesis happens, um, and, you know, Vulcan, uh, who's Gabriel Summers, Alex and uh, Scott's brother... Who they learn about, like his mom, their mom was actually pregnant uh, when their plane was attacked when they were kids, and the Shi'ar took the baby out and then gave it some weird growth hormone thing and made him a slave, which um, made him get his mutant powers early and amplify them. So he has very similar powers to Scott and uh, Alex, except they're more powerful and they're yellow instead of blue or red. And they, their powers don't hurt him, but his will hurt. Them. Yeah, and he, he could actually manipulate their powers. Uh, there's, like, this panel where uh, Scott's training him, and he actually arcs his optic blast. What was that? Oh, somebody not put their phone on silent. Oops. <laughs> Devin, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck. This is Usually I'm not popular. I don't That's get messages. <laughs> <laughs> the, the two people who message, or the three people that message you are in this room right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Start assuming that was broke. <laughs> yeah. um, just, like, just, just Justin sitting here sending you kissy faces. <laughs> <laughs> just to sabotage me. But uh, anyway, uh, so they find out about uh, Gabriel and that Gabriel was led to his apparent death by Xavier to Dick. save the X Men from Krakoa. Dick moved by Xavier. Yeah, the one in the bank before Xavier went to like Wolverine in them. Every time I hear Krakoa, though, I think of that SpongeBob episode where they all get superpowers. And Squidward has the volcano powers. <laughs> it's like, Kakakoa. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's not that. <laughs> it's similar. Little... Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'm going to need a guarantee on this. <laughs> it's the living island build. Yeah. Uh, uh, which eats it's... mutants. Yeah. Not anymore. Which is a very specific diet. Well, how was it alive? <laughs> right. It's a mutant island. I don't know. How did that happen? But... Yeah. Well, it, was ca- it turned out to be a cannibal. That's the next evolution in life. <laughs> in <laughs> islands. <laughs> anyway, uh, so they find that ab- out about that. <laughs> That's <laughs> all, folks. <laughs> Dick. They find out about that. Uh, that causes a rift between um, Xavier and Cyclops' relationship, obviously. And then during this time, uh, there's also the War of Kings happening. In space between the Shi'ar and Skrull and all that shit. Yeah. Oh, I read the Nova side books. Yeah, you read the Nova side books. And so then I have it. all the War of Kings books except the first edition. Yeah. Well, I just have the trades, so. Yeah. I, but I read more simple. the Nova ones, and I'm about to read the Darkhawk ones. So. <laughs> okay. Not important. So all the least important ones. Hey, you take that back. <laughs> no, they, they are legitimately the least important ones. Darkhawk is pretty important. I would vouch no. for Nova, but never Darkhawk. Well, it, I just... I, <sighs> I think uh, this is the last issue of Max Men. <laughs> I feel like that's like me saying Dazzler's very important. No. Yeah, but I don't. I don't break your heart. I just let you think that. <laughs> you guys break my heart all the time. Right? <laughs> you told me X Men Apocalypse sucked, and I was hurt. Because it, it, it did. And I say, look at this. Hey man, you said X Men Three was good, and that broke my heart. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> all right. Anyway. So that's just some of the stuff that was that happens leading up to this. Um, also, in New X Men, like once all the, 
all the X-Men dwindle down to like just a couple hundred, the purifiers are like, hey, this is a sign from God. Now we got to like eradicate them. They're all held up in this mansion and they kill like 50 students. Yeah, that's fucked up. They're pretty yeah. much spawn, spawn killing. Yeah. Spawn killing. <laughs> I like the way you, that your brain thought of that. <laughs> just, just like they're just showing up out of nowhere. Spawn killing. You like that so, though? Yeah. They, uh... It's, I was proud of you. The government forms... <laughs> I caught it after I said it, so I had to... <laughs> the government forms one and now, like, the mansion is guarded, quote-unquote, by Sentinels. But that's also watching... The X Men's yeah. every move, which are kind of Daleks right now. Yeah, because they were like exterminate the X Men, kill oh, the yeah, X Men. Yeah, X eggs. <laughs> yeah, that's what they get. If <laughs> you see the one where one of the Daleks is just going eggs, 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 exterminate. You doing the robot now makes me think like all these because they're bored as shit. They're just staring hey, at the hey, mansion. It's a Dalek. Show some respect. Well, you were doing the robot. I'm saying. Oh. So you were doing the robots. So. No, I was. It was plunger hand and whisk hand. <laughs> so I'm, they they were saying they were bored. Like, oh, we're watching these mutants. They're not doing anything. So now I'm thinking about them all out there. Those three sentinels just having a fucking dance off and shit. Except it's lame because they're all doing the robot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, there is a reference that one of them makes where he's like, every time I try to peek in on the girls, the fucking blonde one gives me a headache and a nosebleed. Yeah. It's like, they quit trying, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe don't spy on girls. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're already dicks. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so House of M's, I mean, House of M, fuck. <laughs> uh, Messiah Complex <laughs> starts with the X-Men, like, just jetting off toward Alaska, where they got the, the signal that the first mutant registered by Cerebra came from, and it, like, blew out Cerebra. So they're thinking, like, it's a teenage manifestation, and they get there, and the whole town's on fire. Yeah, it's a little baby. Well, that's what they find out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah because they realize... Everything's on be, fire. Well, because Emma was having a hard time um, picking up any thoughts from it, so they were like, oh, this is obviously a trap. And then they get there, and it was actually just, like, a war zone, and uh, they find out it was a war between the Marauders and the Purifiers, and all the kids in the town were murdered. And then you find out that the purifiers literally just went around and killed every kid because they couldn't be sure which one I mean, was the mutant. And they say every kid, but, I mean, everything was on fire. I'm pretty sure everybody in that town was dead. Yeah, I'm sure they killed a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, they targeted just the kids. Yeah. It wasn't everybody in the town, Man, though. fire is uh, really good at... Just killing people. Just yeah. collateral damage. Yeah. Um... And then it turns out like a bunch of the well, two of the Marauders ended up being dead, which the purifiers shouldn't have been able to do. Uh, which later you, you know, you find out it was Cable, because he's a badass, and of course yeah. he can kill some bitch ass Marauders. Who the fuck is that? It's a man on time. <laughs> that? He likes to fight crime. Why did I think the first thing I, I thought of though when you said who the fuck is that? It's Ice Cube, motherfucker, yeah. maniac. <laughs> Fucking grand finale. Um, <laughs> I just, every time I think of Cable, I think of that fucking dope-ass song. Because <laughs> that's how we should be introduced. I was really disappointed in uh, the Deadpool movie when they didn't do that when Cable showed up. Oh, no? Maybe they'll do it for the third one. Maybe. Because <laughs> that, that should be used way more. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Messiah Complex. They, they realize that there's this massacre, and that, now uh, Scott's like, okay... So we need to figure out what the hell the Marauders wanted here and what the hell the Purifiers wanted here and why they killed all these kids. And they realized that there was a baby missing. So logical conclusion, one side took the baby. 
Um, and they go back to the mansion, and Scott comes up with two strategies to go after uh, information on both sides. So he totally punks out Xavier. He does. Uh, he sets up a team to go after the Marauders and get answers from them, and then he sets up a team. Uh, well, not a team. Uh, he calls in X Factor, and he's like, "Hey." Uh, Richter, since you don't have powers anymore, I need you to go and join the purifiers and find out if they got this kid or not. So Richter goes, uh, and then the X factor stages, a trap so that Wolfsbane looks like she's attacking the, uh, the purifiers at a meeting and Richter just happens to be there and shoots her. And it turns out to all be squibs and stuff, but it's enough to get him recruited into the purifiers. Uh, of course, they run tests, and he's not a mutant anymore because of House of M. Yeah. So he passes their tests, and which that's weird that they never thought like maybe non mutants, like former mutants, yeah, might still like like people that are still mutants. Yeah, because they were like, you know, these shifty mutants, man. Yeah. They they could try to get into our group, so. But I, you know, I, I think the purifiers thought of it too as like they weren't depowered; they were eradicated. Yeah. That's possible. I was thinking the same thing. Like, don't you guys have like a better sort of device to figure this shit out? Yeah, I don't know. Or like, I mean, he was on a mutant team. They could just look at papers. Yeah, Google him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah Google. But he, I mean, he gave a fake name. So yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, but then the, you like you Google it and you're like, oh, it turns out that's not a name. Meanwhile, he sends. Uh, <laughs> like who's Chad Smith? He, meanwhile, he sends uh, Layla Miller, um, who was the MacGuffin in House of M. And uh, Mad Rocks, uh, multiple, the Multiple Man. The Multiple Man. <laughs> yeah. I felt weird about the Layla Miller thing, which we'll go into. Okay, yeah. Uh, but he, he sends them to go meet with Forge, and Forge is like, yeah, so you're going to make two dupes. Uh, one's going to go to this future, and one's going to go to this other future because they're the only two futures that apparently have anything to do with mutants. So we're going to f- try to work backwards and problem solve this from there with your dupes. Um and so he sends them off, but then when the second one goes, uh, Layla runs to the platform and grabs him and gets transported with them. And uh, Madrox is like, oh, what the fuck? Gotta, you got to get her back here. And Forge is like, I can't fucking get her back here. She wasn't supposed to do that. He's like, what do you mean you can't get them back? He's like, yeah, man, because they, they weren't coming back. They were going to go, they were going to die, and then you were going to get the information. Yeah, it was a suicide mission. She was such yeah. an asshole. I didn't even tell him. <laughs> and he's like, you just sent her on a suicide mission? He's like, I just told you. I did not send her on a suicide mission. She wasn't supposed to run onto the platform and get beamed up, Scotty. <laughs> to, to be fair, that's why you always want to be very clear about suicide missions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did say, too, like, they were going to get a mental message when they got there that it was a suicide mission. And he's like, what? <laughs> when were you going to tell them? When they got there. When the mission is started and there's they no turning it. back. <laughs> when they no longer have a say in it. That's what I was going to tell them. <laughs> but I did like seeing Forge. I always like seeing Forge when he actually plays a part. Yeah. Yeah, he never does anything. Oh, except for get mind controlled and do things for other people yeah. to fuck over mutants. He's just building things in the background at all times. He's kind of just the mutant Tony Stark, who's somehow always behind Tony Stark. Yeah. Well, because, you know, he's not in armor. Well, yeah, but you think he'd be way ahead of Tony Stark because he's always out there in armor and forged in this fucking lab. Yeah. Forge and stuff. I feel like Forge is never really, he's not like the Battlefield type dude. What book was it where they tried to get Forge from the future and he had like some big ass defenses set up and like you could not fuck with Forge? You know what I, I'm talking about? No, I don't. It was nuts. There were like the one mutant left or some shit like that, and we have to go get him or something. And he had this humongous defense thing set up. It's like nobody was fucking with him. That's awesome. 
yeah, it was dope because you didn't know they they didn't tell you who it was. You're like, who is this mutant that they can't seem to stop at his fucking forge? It reminds me of that guy from, and you, probably this is terrible podcast etiquette to bring up other podcasts, <laughs> but uh, in uh, the think, last podcast, the guy with the tank, yeah, <laughs> who just put a bunch of extra paneling I mean, on his tank. I mean, we've talked about last podcast a lot. Yeah, because it's, it's just dope. Uh, but yeah, it makes me think of that guy. Like Forge is just that guy. And I think it's good podcast etiquette if you're not like fuck them. <laughs> because if they brought no, us you, up, you, I would be <laughs> stoked. <laughs> yeah, no, I just mean like you know, because I don't know. It's seemingly everyone goes out of their way not to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not saying I agree with it. Just like uh, I guess yeah. that's an unwritten rule. I mean, uh, the don't advertise for other people to I, other people. I, I guess. mean, the girls in my favorite murder also talk about last podcast all the time. So. Oh, yeah, I guess I don't listen to it. I've heard podcasts talk about podcasts. Yeah. There was well, two X Men ones that had a beef going on, which I liked. Oh yeah, yeah, they were talking about it. Yeah, fuck. So we're not even unique. Well, if any of the guys <laughs> on last podcast want to come in, <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, creepily here after hours since we didn't put it up, yeah. come in. Yeah. Um, let's sit down. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's have a seat. Have a seat. <laughs> anyway, uh, House of M. Fuck, why did I say House of M again? Messiah <laughs> Complex. Because I don't know. It's not like you just read House of M. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I I didn't read it for the thing. <laughs> no. Because I just That's read what it I'm before. Saying. Yeah. You didn't just read House of M. <laughs> Messiah Complex. Um, so Xavier, at one point, he comes up to, uh, to uh, Scott and he's like, Hey, you sent a team out without talking to me? He's like, yup. <laughs> yeah, like, he's the leader of the X-Men. He's like, what? Why? He's like, because uh, it's shit I had to do, man. Yeah. Get out of here. He's the leader, and the other guy's a bald little chode. Yeah. And then he goes to cry to Beast. Like, I don't understand why he doesn't talk to me. He's like, hey, man, you, you're training the lead. Maybe let him do that. Yeah. And leave him alone. <laughs> also... You've been kind of a dick. <laughs> and then he goes to How the How does new he mu- get his legs back again, by the way? We haven't read that uh, part. No, no, it's, that, that happens with uh, in Legacy. All right. Yeah. Because it's like <laughs> he has it with uh, Grant Morrison. And, and then, then he loses it. Not Magneto rips his legs out. And then he doesn't have his legs during Astonishing. Yeah, and then he has them back during um, uh, Messiah Complex. But it is a thing where he's like, hey, man, between Danger and my brother and all this other shit, how about you not try to tell me what to do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let the guy who's literally the fucking at yeah. least top two best leaders in comics, uh, maybe let him have a run at it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and the other one being Storm, just because of that fluke, she beats him too. Yeah. That what? Fluke that she beats him. Yeah. Well, because she takes his visor off. He's like, well, I don't want to kill you. So I guess you win. Well, and then they retcon too that Maddie had influence that fight. Who? Madeline Pryor. When Storm beat Cyclops to become leader of the X-Men. How did she influence the fight? Like she, But like she stopped Cyclops from doing well she or something? She put thoughts into Cyclops' brain yet in order to make him not have his heart in it. Because he had a family and he was trying to be the leader of the X-Men. It's like, bro, you have a family. Why don't you with your family? Uh, so he was unsure if he even wanted to win the fucking fight. Gotcha. It was a dick move. It also kind of steals the win away from Storm when you yeah. think about it. Was it. A bullsh- it was well, a bullshit recon yeah. to say that. It was Maddie who influenced <laughs> it. My, as much as I don't like him, I was put. I said top two for Cyclops because... Yeah, oh, fuck Steve. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fuck Steve. Yeah. But also... All right, yeah. yeah he's so good yeah. at... I'm not saying he's great and makes good decisions, especially with the X-Men Good history, macro decisions, but, but as far as leading a team, he's uh, pretty good. As far as like battle strategy, yeah, he's great. Hey, man, he's the reason Hydra could win. Yeah, he, Hydra did win. Yeah, 
But I'm saying, like, they could never win on their own. Yeah. And they finally get Steve. They well, just because they were led by if, the fucking <laughs> a dude who accidentally glued a mask to his face. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's not the first to do that. <laughs> he's not. There's literally two of them. <laughs> How do you accidentally glue a mask? How does two people do it? Oh, it's fantastic. That's his whole origin. <laughs> yeah, they made him a lot cooler for the movie. <laughs> Do you need a break, Devin? I just love this <laughs> So anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so anyway. Um, Xavier goes over to the New Mutants. Because the New Mutants book at this point are actually uh, are just a class of students. Who turn out to be like the forgotten class. Because they just ignore Hellion yeah. and uh, Surge now. And even Dust to a, a degree. Like... They, they're not never even referenced well, anymore. Because those ones were kind of a weird point where they were like the end of Morrison's run. No, they were... It was, it was after Morrison. Dust was. Yeah. Dust, he created Dust. But yeah. Dust as a prominent character, this is all the you stuff that, that happens afterwards. You say that about every student uh, that Grant Morrison created, except... This is all Armor. Astonishing X-Men stuff. During um, Astonishing X-Men, yeah. there was also the new X-Men book. That was all about the students going on the whole time. Laura was in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying they they came at like kind of weird point where it was like the uh, like end of Morrison's run and then like a couple other things this is, going on. This and is then, the most significant they've ever been. Yeah, is but I'm Messiah saying they're, complex. They're and then, sandwiched in between two classes that people care more about. They're yeah, unfortunately. Really, yeah. yeah, because uh, what is the other one? Still Proto- not silence your phone. Yeah, I did, man. Is that Justin? No, I asked mine's are silent. We're professionals. How was... Just throw it. It's Tony Stark. It's like, fuck that song. Shit, it was me, but it was already <laughs> muted. What the fuck? Like, I got a message, but... Oh, son of a bitch. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> professionals. So, before... I don't know how far you are, like, into that, but a note. <laughs> Messiah Complex fucking Warpath was putting in work. Yeah, yeah, man. What? He was like, like, destroying every fucking Sentinel. Everyone else is like doing jack shit. And we haven't gotten there yet. I was oh. just about to get there. I like how Justin's like, I haven't listened to anything you said. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because I'm trying to explain who the new uh, X Men were. And we went, um, and we went off on a tangent. Because we're going all over the place. Yeah, well, we're not all over the place. One tangent. Because I'm being very. Street, not all over the place. I'm being very linear here. Professional. And we were just explaining who the new X Men were. You know would be a good idea? You'd have taken another hit of that vape pen, you douche. Yeah, if we moved on. This was your idea. You can't give me shit for this. I will always give you shit. He that. told you to do it just so you can make money about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to take any insults from a guy who wears sleeveless hoodies. It's like you buy somebody a hat for Christmas and you make fun of them when they wear it. <laughs> like you look like a douche. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Xavier goes to them and he's like, hey, so Scott won't let me lead him. Maybe I can lead you guys. And, and Serge is just like, "Fuck you. We already know how to die." Yeah, and that's a that's a great part of uh, Messiah Complex. Is it's just everybody shitting all over Xavier. Yeah, uh, that's a that's, oh man, it's one of my favorite pages of the book too. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He obviously has nothing to do. He's like sad boy Xavier. He's like, fuck, I need a job. <laughs> I just have been thinking of John Batman being like, look at this little sad boy. 
I mean, he really was. He's like walking from person to person. Like nobody wants to hang out with him. <laughs> no, he just—that's a perfect description of what he was doing. So, He's like, you want to hang out, Beast? He's like, I'm kind of busy trying to cure their not being mutants. And he's like, All right, <laughs> I guess I'll play so, by myself. So, uh, the uh, the team that Scott had put out to find. Um, oh shit! I said Marauders. They weren't Marauders. They were what's uh, Magneto's Reavers. group? No, no, really? Magneto's group. The Brotherhood. No, not the Brotherhood. When he had House of M, he had a whole nother group. The the House of Magnus? Oh, fuck. Son of a bitch. No, pretentious name. The House of Magnus. <laughs> uh, whatever. It's, it's another group that's related to Marauders, but they weren't specifically Marauders. Marauders are the ones who are working for um, Sinister. Sinister. So he sends them. They they The Acolytes. They get... Um, it says Marauders. Marauders and the Purifiers? No. The Marauders are who fought the Purifiers. Yeah, so the Acolytes, is, the Acolytes is another group who are related to the Marauders. Like, their roster kind of is interchangeable. I prefer when they became the AP. Motherfuck you. So that's who, <laughs> that's who Gambit is and Sunfire and shit? Those are the Acolytes? No, no, the Marauders. I, was, okay. I wasn't a big fan of his heel turn as JBL. Fuck off. <laughs> Stop making this about a, a fucking wrestling. I'm going to make it about wrestling. Oh, you said God. the alcohol. acolytes. Because <laughs> that's what they're called. Anyway, they get um, Sinister's location to find out if he has the baby. So they storm that spot. Victory again is a Jerry Springer episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> that ain't my baby. Anyway. Go on. The team he had sent out of Wolverine, Angel, Storm... Um, Colossus, Colossus, and uh, Nightcrawler. They they uh, storm Sinister's place, and Sinister's all like, "Hey, I'm gonna attack your minds." And then it's like, "Bam, fuck you! No, you're not, because I'm a Frost. It's got our back." This is direct dialogue. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> the whole time Emma Frost has them all mind linked. And meanwhile, at the same time, the new X Men are attacking a purifier base they learn about in Washington D.C which happens to be where Richter is at that moment, and he learns that the Purifiers don't have the baby. Only for the new X-Men to fuck up his entire operation because he learned there was something even worse. And before he could tell them, Hellion gets, like, clawed right through his chest by uh, Lady Deathstrike. Yep. And it's like that Deathstrike and uh, the Reavers were working with the Purifiers. So they were like, oh, fuck, we're fucked. And, like, way in over our head. And then they finally get Pixie to do a mass teleportation to get them all out of there. And they all end up separated, but out of D.C. And Pixie screaming telepathically fucks up Emma Frost, which then loses the team, the X-Men team at uh, Sinister's place. They lose their mental defenses. So then they start getting fucked up. Like, just a domino effect of, like, fucking new X-Men fucking shit up because... They don't want to listen to Scott and let him do shit. Uh, and also don't want to listen to Xavier, but no one wants to listen to Xavier. No, That's understandable. He's a bald-headed chode. <laughs> he's a bald-headed chode. I mean, that's common with the kids, though. They never want to listen to the teachers. That's been since New Mutants yeah. 1. Magneto would be like, stay in the house. I'm like, fuck that. Well, also Magneto. So. Well, he was a good guy. At that well, time. and also, like, Leader. Charles Xavier is a child predator. Yeah, that's you know, true. But- it's like, let me work with you guys. <laughs> like, Part of me, like, me if I don't want to follow the guy into his van with candy. It's like, hey guys, I know a thing or two about child soldiers. <laughs> That's pretty much exactly what he said. <laughs> because all because they were like, hey, Scott, put us in the fight. And he's like, nah, you wait. And then <laughs> but he was like, 
they were getting all pissed off because he he specifically was like, I have a plan for you. Yeah. Just wait. There there is a kind of a cool quote, but like it's one that I feel like is forced on Scott. I feel like a lot of writers try to force him to be like this militaristic general guy, and he's not that, but whatever. But that quote that like even those who stand and wait serve, um, and something about like when they're called they let them hope that they never be called well, or something like that. When you're called you may wish you had him been. Yeah, when you're called yeah. you may wish you hadn't been. I thought Basically telling them like, Hey man, you guys are rushing into something you don't even Realize you don't want to be a part of. Yeah. Dude, when he blasted Rockslide, I fucking love that. Oh, yeah. Rockslide. Well, because he knows he can take it. He's just like, Rockslide's giving him shit. He's like, pew. No. <laughs> I love the line, though, too, where he's like, if anybody wants to leave, you know where the fuck the door is, and then I'll follow you out there, beat your ass, and bring you in here and tell you how disappointed I am. <laughs> that you, like, what? abandoned your species. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, because they're like, you just let us walk away, and he's like, yeah, and I come after you, and I beat your ass, I bring you back here, and I tell you how big of a disappointment you are. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck, my options are really small right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to go with the one where you don't beat my ass. Except for Rockslide. Yeah. He gets shot anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, we know he's not—he's uh, that he's willing to shoot kids from Morrison's run. Yeah, he just breaks that one dude's nose oh. and the other guy's ankles or knees. We know he's willing to shoot a lot of people from Whedon's run. Yeah, true. Does he? Those, those well, were, he shoots Logan a lot. Those weren't real people. Yeah, he shoots. Oh, shoots, shoots him. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah with X Men don't shoot people. <laughs> 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 oh, that was a great moment, though. Um, you're staring at us weird. They were mental projections. They weren't real people. Yeah, he's just trying to quietly get something to eat. Now everybody knows. (laughs) Mikey will edit that out. No, he won't. No. Mikey won't edit anything. Uh, No, eventually he's supposed to. Yeah. (laughs) And Mikey, don't stop. Otherwise, he's wasting money at this point. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, let's see, where are we at? Oh, meanwhile, this whole time, there's a Predator X out there that's sort of like on the side. You know that, dude. It's a C plot. Xavier started I was about this. to say, is it Charles the Predator X? <laughs> no, it's like this weird beast thing that only eats mutants. Uh, and then there's like a random mutant camping, because of course there has to be to show him off, and he just eats them. Was he a mutant? I thought he was just a dude. No, no, he spits fire. Like, he shoots fire out of his mouth to oh, start yeah. the campfire. I um, read through him real quick. And then also, he's the the Predator X is what eats uh, Blockbuster and Prism's bodies. So when later when the X-Men are like, oh, they didn't find their bodies at the scene and they're like, well, the Marauders aren't the type to, they're not Marines. They don't pick up after the clean Yeah. Bring back their dead. So, um, but yeah, anyway, fast forwarding back to where we were, the Marauders start fucking up the X-Men. Um, but the X-Men are there long enough for Wolverine to talk to Gambit and for Gambit to have told him that they don't have the baby. And that Gambit's actually there because they're holding Rogue prisoner. Yeah. I love that line, though, when him and Gambit are fight, uh, fighting, and he's like, eventually you're going to run out of shit to throw at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, no, he's not. Yeah, no. Yeah. There's so many things to throw <laughs> at you. What if we get into a fight and we're not in uh, the knickknack aisle of the 99 cent store? <laughs> he's underestimated all the time, I feel like. Gambit? Yeah. yeah. Well, because he, uh, he could do way more with his powers, and he oh, yeah. doesn't really do them. He does, though. Yeah, he fight in AVX. He fights Captain America, yeah. and he just charges up the shield and blows up his chest. But is he exactly? He could do that way more often. He could do that to Wolverine, couldn't he? Or if uh, I don't know if it'll work through his like arms though. Yeah, no, Wolverine would stab him first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, to get that close to him. Yeah, but I got the staff. <laughs> but Gambit's all—he's not like a chump when it comes to hand to hand. He's super agile and quick. Yeah, yeah. 
But, but I think that goes more to my point that he's like real cool and they don't use him as much as they should. No. Yeah. Like they under he's underutilized because he is really cool. And then they're just like, you throw cards. Yeah. Uh, Which is cool, but it could be cooler. Anyway, Storm gets all goddessy on them and uh, covers their retreat by a bunch of lightning and stuff, and they get away. Yeah. Uh, would you think Fog would be fine? Well, <laughs> to fight them back. Um, and at the same time, uh, the new X-Men make it out also with... Uh, who did they send to collect them, actually? Because uh, I'm spacing on that. But they send somebody... To collect them but they lose uh contact with emma even further because the one sentinels the pilots are overrun by the nano sentinels cassandra nova came up with and turned into like sentinel versions of themselves yeah. and they just start smashing into the mansion like they do and all the x-men are like fucking knew this was gonna happen and they fight them off and uh one of them uh survives and flies away they kill the other one um and then Cyclops gets word that, okay, so neither the Marauders nor the uh, the Purifiers have yeah, the baby, but nobody has Gambit baby. tells Wolverine, who then tells Scott, who does, and that's Cable. So Scott is like, hey, Wolverine, I need you to make a team and get Cable back by any means necessary, and that's X-Force. And that's where the end of issue si- – well, the sixth issue in the run. Because technically, this is spread up between uh, X-Factor and New X-Men and Uncanny and then the regular X-Men yeah. book. And there's one issue that's Deadpool and Cable. Yeah. That, But that's not, like, included in all the, the trades in it. Yeah. And then there's, a, like, an alpha issue that is House of – uh, House of – uh, Messiah Complex. Mm-hmm. I need to stop doing that. The House Mutant Files. Thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, the first issue is just a... Yeah, but there's also Messiah Files. Con. Oh, at the end, yeah, as a bonus thing, yeah. which is kind of cool. Yeah, which I don't know if we're going... I mean, we can uh, later, but uh, anyway, that's where it ends, is the first formation of X-Force, uh, and it's actually made on uh, Cyclops' authority to Wolverine to catch Cable. And that's yeah. the midway point. They're going to be hunting down Cable, looking for yep. that babe. Having my baby. <laughs> who's got? <laughs> who's, who's running around basically with just like one of those like chest baby carrier things with an X on it and like just a bunch of guns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, Bishop is actually because uh, this is semi important. He wasn't there to join the team to go after yeah. them. He was actually all butthurt about that. I like to and... hear that somebody was like, "You make more than I thought. You just made guns." <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Forge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Madrox actually was like, hey, you make stuff that's not because he drives yeah. them off. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> you um, just thought you made guns. But Bishop shows up and he's like, hey, you set up the team without me? And he's like, you should have got here sooner, man. Also, yeah, because I don't have the fucking way for you. <laughs> he's like, go talk to Charles. And he's <laughs> <laughs> Everybody keeps hanging out without us. <laughs> make a sad boys club together. <laughs> yeah. They're both bald. Look at this sad boy. <laughs> look, look at this sad boy it's a girl <laughs> so what's up with uh i forgot that girl's name the girl the cat lady who dates star jammer oh my god it starts with an h hepsiba yeah. what yeah i love how you just said what's her name hepsiba well you said it starts with an h that's what got me yeah where the fuck is uh major summers major Christopher dead summers is he dead that's one of the things that uh scott bitches at uh xavier for yeah oh, okay um <clears throat> He's so, not dead, though. Not really dead. No, no, no. He comes back. 
I know it's dumb to try to poke holes in the logic of uh, some of the technology, but they have, they have the uh, the chronal tracer, which it says it uh, it's like a GPS for time and space. Uh huh. And then he sends them forward in a time machine, but they're like, oh, why couldn't he put us closer? He's like, it's not a time and space machine. So like in my brain, I'm like, shouldn't they just be like in fucking space somewhere? You'd have to send them to a very specific like year and time for them to not just be floating out in space if it doesn't also move them Fuck in space. Fuck you for Fuck being you. so specific. No, 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 it's not my fault. They pointed it out. She meant it in a way that like, oh, it can't put them anywhere it wants to. Only the same point on yeah. the Earth. That's why I took it as like they were in the same location. No, 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 no. See, that's the thing though. But he t- feels he knows more about time travel. So he's being a time travel snob right now. It's a great point because if you for a time travel snob, they would have to. He's a Doctor Who. They pointed they pointed it fucking out, and they don't do this at Doctor Who. Doctor Who travels in time and space. I'm saying that unless you were a very specific uh, time where like the Earth was in the exact same position, yeah, he needs it to be in the same position during that time. Yeah, or else they'd end up just like in space somewhere floating. Maybe he did, man. Maybe he did. Maybe that's how they correlated it. Is that he did time? That time, yeah. In in I'm time, I'm just saying it's weird that they threw the space thing in there because they are making it more difficult. I think you made it more difficult. You're making he it did more make difficult. it more difficult because technically it just needs to be that exact same time in that same. If you year. think I'm being difficult, please send us a message on our Facebook. <laughs> <page>. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, did you get to that part yet? Fucking that warpath part is like the last thing that happens in those six issues. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Because <laughs> warpath is on the uh, X Force team. Yeah, but he was just like kicking ass, just wrecking shit with those Sentinels. Yeah, I was surprised because you see Cyclops has blasted him and literally causes zero destruction to like any fucking. Yeah, Sentinel. but I think that's because they just like nerfing his fucking powers. It's kind of crazy that they they could make uh, the next six or seven issues just one long optic blast. <laughs> and we would be like, dope. <laughs> It'll probably say Gene underneath us. <laughs> he was looking at that stupid pocket watch. He Gene. was. <laughs> it wasn't a locket. It was like a pocket watch locket. Yeah, that was kind of weird, I thought. Giving her bunny ears. <laughs> <laughs> we were so happy together. As maybe if they missed like, all of like, like looking at it and he's yeah. like, my new bitch is so much hotter. <laughs> So I can't stand the way some of the artists draw that suit, the new X-Men suit. You know how they have those big-ass, like, wrist things, the yellow... Oh, the giant gauntlets? Yeah. yeah. That was a weird phase. It's cool when they actually show the hands, but for some reason, some people will draw, and it's, like, just the claws coming out of the gauntlets for X-23. It looks dumb. That was just a style, man. I didn't like it. Because you have, uh... Then the next book shows her, and it's all, like, form-fitting. Yeah, yeah it's way better in the next from the next artist. Yeah. Well, I think X-Men artists in general need to decide where uh, Wolverine's claws are coming out of uh, because I always thought it was in between his fingers. Oh, like between his knuckles? And yeah, like some have them coming out right on top? Yeah. Yeah. Which, it, if they're on top of the knuckles, that makes it weird. I think they're on top. That makes it weird. That's how it started, though. Why is that weird? Because, well, because you got four you knuckles see it and it seems coming out, of place. out straight. Like, it doesn't make sense that it comes out like... This way from the wrist and then up and out yeah. the hand. It makes sense that it comes out just straight through. Well, and also just stylistically, it looks better if yeah. they're all coming out in between the knuckles than for there to be three knuckles with claws coming out of them and then one to be bare. Well, it was kind of like in the middle. 
That's what I'm saying. In between the knuckles, like it makes it look. What we're saying is either on the top of the back of the hand, or between each knuckle. I think you're being and coming out on top makes no sense. Adamantium snob, right now. How? And you're nitpicking because they just come out of the hands, man. Does it really matter? Also, yeah, and also it's the point he's bringing up. I was gonna say it was my point. (laughs) He's being a snob snob. further. I'm helping articulate it. I was gonna say it. So you are. It was my point, but I agree with Justin that you're being a snob. You are like breaking it down science-wise as far as. (laughs) So fuck you for. I was just saying saying stylistically. You're saying. I'm being a snob for articulating what he's trying to say. You're bringing that science talk in here, and I'm appreciate it. <laughs> I think uh, I think you're being a snob for th- uh, thinking that you're talking for me. <laughs> no, I get it. It should be a defi- uh, like somebody needs to. Well, yeah, it's it's decide. Like, it's what is not it? like uh, it's like how the movies sometimes like to act like it's uh, two separate beams coming out of Cyclops's face, where it all just kind of forms into one. Uh, but I mean, even the comics do that though. The comic show two like, separate beams sometimes. But, like, uh, fucking decide on something. I like, it's not like he's crossing his eyes, like, the opposite way. or Like, <laughs> like it changes. It's always going to be, like, a straight beam out. How hilarious no, that I he think even it's, follows his vision and he's just, like, fucking it, cross-eyed everywhere. It, it well, widens. Like no, 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 no. It, it, here's what happens. Superman's going to work. Because I had to pay a lot of attention to this when I draw Cyclops. There's space in between. So kind of like a snob. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> uh... The space in between his eyes is not that big, but the beam gets wider as it goes out. Yeah, it so fills it, in. it fills that space in quickly. That's why there's always like a, a white spot between, because the beam always starts off as two that merge into one. So that white spot in between is actually where the bridge of his nose is, where there is no beam, and then they connect. Yeah. But if they're launching through the glasses, it would make sense not to have. Yeah, no, no, no. no. But at that point, when he has the visor I mean, on. The visor, yeah. There, there shouldn't be a space that when the visor it connects it all into one beam and it also changes the intensity of the beam. Yeah, but like it also connects it into one without it because it like fills into each other. They widen. But up. that's what I'm saying. But there's yeah. always that little bit of space whenever he doesn't have his glasses on. That makes sense. Or Plus visor. the portal opens up for his nose. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Thought the whole page just goes. Right. I mean, he sees all yellow, so <laughs> fuck you. Uh, there's no definitive science I'm gonna that we can apply to this that it's gonna work. Fuck Morrison for that. I know. That is the that is the worst thing about that entire Morrison. I see yellow. Really? That's the worst thing? Yeah. I go with Angel every time. Really? I still yeah. say yellow. I can't stand Angel as a character. I mean, it might suck, but I say yellow. <laughs> Yellow's still worse. I like because Angel, you, so. can, uh, you can ignore Tempest. I don't... Zorn was a problem for me. Magneto Zorn yeah. was well, my Zorn biggest was problem. Great. The Zorn was, was fantastic. Stupid. No, Zorn was good. Magneto yeah. Zorn was trash. Yeah. Even Magneto was great. No, 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 no. Magneto, what should have been Magneto with Genosha, that whole, like, he turned all the screams into a radio signal so that they could live on forever. That was good. That's baller. But when he yeah. came back and but him was like, they're not him. listening to me. Yeah. Nobody's paying attention to me. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was trash. Yeah. Yeah. Sad boy Magneto. Exactly. He's trying to join the club. <laughs> this sad boy. That's, that's why they connected back in the day, him and Charles. He's a crime ditter. <laughs> crime ditters. Yeah. Look at this sad boy. Won't you give us lots of money so we can punch these sad boys into cages? Won't you put a light on a cloud so John Batman could put a lock on a clown? <laughs> no, don't poke him. <laughs> God, that was such a great... So great. Oh, fuck. So I was excited with that end. Assemble the X-Force. Yes. And then yeah. they, like, rush out. Yeah. Um. Did you just pick a random spot where we should stop, or did you do that on purpose? No, because I just of... put it in half. Six. Yeah, that's just where six stops. Yeah, but there's 13 issues and uneven amount of issues. There's 12 in no, the trade. No, there's 12 trade. in the trade. 
think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I just read it. I don't think so. Uh, you're, you'd think wrong. <laughs> I know I have issue 13. Because <laughs> it's supposed to go 13 issues and then Mutant Files and also uh, fucking Deadpool and Cable. Yeah. X-Men 207 so looks like it's chapter 13. But the trade doesn't have... 207. Yeah. Because the trade was two issues from each. I have two. Okay, well, we'll <laughs> cover two... We'll all read your issue after we're finished with the trade. But I don't want to... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you should come over tonight and read, read it to me. Right. Before bed. All right, do you have candles? Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> and, and I have lotion and oil. All right, you, you don't think April will mind? No. Actually, yeah, she'll, she'll probably, probably set be the pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> if I know April at all, she'd be pretty cool. <laughs> All right, 9 o'clock, so let's end <laughs> He's excited. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on this issue of Mexmen. Uh, so next week we're going to be covering the second part of Messiah Complex. So. Minus issue 13. Or with issue 13 after I read it to Justin. <laughs> yeah, we'll, be, we'll be good. So uh, join us next week. <laughs>